Hi there and welcome to another rowing workout where we row along together. I lay out what the workout is, then I row it and I talk to you about motivation, technique, dinner plans, all that kind of stuff and you just row along and keep the same stroke rate and hopefully run about the same kind of pace differences that I describe uh, as me, okay? What we're going to do then is a 29 minute row, but we're going to do it as 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 minutes. Okay, it's a nice V-shape in terms of duration and as we go through each of these we are going to change our stroke rate and our pace so we're going to start at 20 strokes a minute and our pace is going to be round about 2k plus 18 don't worry if you don't have a 2k training pace really all you're going to do is you're going to start at an intensity where your heart rate starts to climb your breathing starts to get a little bit heavy but you can still talk and it doesn't feel too tough okay because then next we're going to do four minutes and we're going to go up to 22 strokes a minute and we're going to go two seconds faster than the pace you were just rowing at okay then we're going to do three minutes at 24 and another two seconds faster, two minutes at 26 and another two seconds faster, and then one minute at 28 and another two seconds faster. And then we're going to come back to the other side, so we're going to start going slightly slower stroke rate and we're going to decrease our pace two seconds each time. Don't worry if that all sounds very complicated, trust me it's not, and I will be talking to you through this whole session and reminding you of when the stroke rate and pace changes are and all that kind of stuff, okay, so it really is a very simple one. It's only 29 minutes, but because you're going up and down through the stroke rates and paces, this is a fantastic workout, okay, it really is going to give you a, a really, 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 really good workout. See, even that seagull up there agrees with me. So. Before we can get into our main uh, session, we have to warm up obviously first. So we're gonna do a four minute warm up today. And before we can even do that, we have to set up our machine. Now on a concept two, you set your drag factor first, which is the lever on the other side of my machine. If you don't know about drag factor and whereabouts to set it, please check out the video I have here. But if you don't, you just set it to kind of like maybe three or four for the time being before you read into it. If you have it run about three or four, you're not gonna do any damage to yourself or your technique or anything, okay? Um, too high is the thing you don't want to do, all right? Next up, set your monitor to eye height if you can, so you don't have to look up, you don't have to look down. And finally, set your foot stretches to a height where you're able to come to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically, okay? If you can't quite get there, there's a chance that your feet are set too high. If you go scooting straight past and your heels come straight off, there's a chance you're set too low, okay? But play around with your height. So our four minute warm up, we're gonna do this around about 20 strokes a minute and your intensity, you're gonna start off with just thinking about enough of a push from your feet that you can feel some power going through your arms into the handle, okay? And then you can increase that intensity through the warm up if you wish, okay? Here we go then in three, two, one, let's go. So it really is gentle, okay? If you have a 2K training pace, then really you're just thinking for time being a rowing run about 2K plus 20. If you don't know what a 2k training pace is, then you row a two kilometer time trial, divide your resulting time by four, and that gives you your average 500 meter pace. And that is your 2k training pace. So if you did it in eight minutes 20, divided by four, would be two minutes and five seconds. So that's your 2k training pace. And when I say 2k plus 20, that means you row at 225. So, you're pushing your feet into the machine. At the same time that your hands connect the handle to whatever makes your machine go, go. Okay, so push and connect, but you're not pulling from the front, okay? That's really important. 
But in terms of the front of the machine, all you're thinking about is straight arms and hanging off the handle as you push your feet into the foot plates. I'll talk more about technique in the main session, but the important thing here is just to think about that push of the feet at the same time your hands connect the handle. If you push too soon, you lose power. And if you pull too soon, you lose power. Okay, in three strokes time, we're gonna put one foot on the ground. One more. Okay, continue rowing. That shoe's not helping, hang on. <laughs> Fortunately, my grass isn't wet, so. So just continue rowing with that one leg strapped in. This will help with your flexibility and compression at the front, but don't let it lead to you over compressing at the front. Two more, and then we'll swap feet. There we go. Ooh. Now I'm still nursing a little bit of injury to my left side sacroiliac joint. And so this is a little bit uncomfortable. But I can feel it stretching off even now. Even in the 20 seconds it's taken me to get through this, I can feel it easing up, which is quite nice to be fair. <laughs> okay, both feet in, legs straight, and roll with your back and arms. So you swing your back over your hips, then pull in your arms. And then you release your arms and swing back over your hips again. That swing of your back first adds so much power into your stroke and you really don't want to lose it in your main stroke. One more here, and then let's roll to the front of the machine. Arms straight, forward tilt. Just press out with your legs. Not too hard, because I want you to concentrate on the timing of that foot press and the connection to the handle. But also, I want you to concentrate on trying to hold this forward tilt and straight arms as you push with your legs. Okay, don't want to swing that back too soon. Oh, talking of too soon, I feel that warm-up ended too soon. I had so much more to say. <laughs> but I will talk more about that within the main session itself. So, have a quick drink. Um, and then if you want to keep on just doing some light rowing while you wait for the main session to start, then please do. Uh, and I'll be right back after I've programmed it into my monitor. Okay, so I've programmed this into my monitor using the ErgZone app. Now you can find it yourself there under the row along track. And if you look for RA97, the ringer, you'll see it there. Now, however, I've programmed it in as a solid 29 minute row. I've not done it as the 54321, intervals because there's an issue with the Concept2 monitor that will then throw off sync very slightly. Now I'm not that data junkie that needs to actually see it split up that way. I'm quite happy to look at a graph afterwards anyway. However, if you want to uh, do it, you can program it in as, uh, however you want yourself, either using ErgZone, you can duplicate my one and, and edit it into that if you wish, or you can program it yourself. I'm not gonna complain, just be aware that we may be slightly out of sync by the end of it uh, with the delay of the monitor, okay? It's my only solution that I have to this issue, to be honest. So, 
We're going to start this off at 20 strokes a minute and your pace is going to be either 2k plus 18 or around about 5 out of 10 effort which is kind of just enough to know that you're working but not so much that you're starting to feel tired because trust me if you start this one out too hard by the time you get up to that 28 and even as the time you kind of you back off even to the 26 for two minutes you're going to be absolutely gubbed <laughs> okay so really be sensible here don't let your ego take over let yourself rise up and then fall back down again if you want you can go a little bit faster on that fall back down again but please don't go too fast at the start here because I want you to increase pace every single time we increase stroke rate okay if you're not able to because you started off too fast you've blown the point of the, this workout and I want you to write out a hundred times I will listen to that roll along guy do what he says next time all right <laughs> okay don't worry I won't make you do that here we go then so we're going to start off in three two one so before I get into talking technique and stuff just going to see what pace I settle into here okay we're at about 205 at that right now. I may fall off to yeah, 206, 207. This is because I'm thinking about an effort point of view. I know how much exertion intensity I should be putting in here, because I've done this kind of session enough. That even though I'm coming back from injury. I know I can still manage this row as long as I'm not daft enough to start off at the pace I would have rode this at before I'd injured my back. So before I would have been rowing these 20 strokes a minute sections, around about 203 pace. Hello, son. I've got my sunglasses today, but I've eased back three or four seconds because this is the first kind of raised intensity session that I've done in about three weeks. But this is the genius of using your 2k average time as your training base is because it always gives you the reference from where you can train whereas if you just do it by feel it's a little bit woolly whereas I know that if I meant to on my normal full fitness, roll this at 203, that I can just back off by three seconds in terms of pace intensity to give myself a little bit of an easier ride. And it means that as I'm adjusting the intensity, I know I'm not I've taken it too easy, but I'm also reducing it enough. Because when it comes to intensity, especially in a session like this, like I said in that quick disclaimer, you can really get it wrong. 
if you start out too hard, even at full fitness, you might not make the whole 29 minutes. Or if like me, you're coming back from injury, you could re-injure yourself. Or worse, you could really damage something and it's going to keep you off the rowing machine for a lot longer. Because this time around I tried for <laughs> pretty much the first time ever to be sensible about my recovery. Instead of just giving it a week and trying to come back and re-injuring myself, I thought maybe I should do non-rowing activities for a while. Let my back heal. Which hopefully it has. Still can't run. That still hurts. But I've moved at least from the indoor turbo trainer on the bike to now being able to do some rows. Albeit still with a slightly wonky technique which brings me to technique which we'll use in seven strokes time to increase our stroke rate and pace by just pushing a little harder with our feet okay two more strokes one more so here we go up to 22 strokes a minute just push a little harder with your feet and what should have happened is your drive speed well, that's the speed from here to here will have increased because you're pushing harder and if you match that slightly faster drive with a slightly faster recovery then that should have just naturally taken you up to 22 strokes per minute and because you are rowing two strokes per minute more than you were before due to that slightly more powerful push of your feet your pace should also have increased by two seconds and it really is as simple as that when we're down at these training values just a little bit of a push is all you need to increase your pace. It's not like we're trying to over stress a stroke rate or even under stress. So in one minute's time, is that right? 
hang on, no, that's not right. It should have, should have said two minutes. Hang on, I've got to do maths. This is the downside to not setting my monitor to the proper intervals. Yeah, so in a minute and a half's time, we're going to increase that push just a little bit more. And that should be all it takes to get your rate up and your pace up. But that is counting on the fact that the rest of your technique is doing okay. And really, the big thing here is making sure you have that forwards tilt towards the front of the machine with straight arms and you keep those arms straight as you push your feet into the machine and that way the power has more of a chance to flow rather than fighting against it by pulling too early from the front. Okay, two more strokes. One more. Let's go up to 24. So just a little harder. And the good thing about 24 is that it's one stroke every two and a half seconds. So if you're stuck with the rhythm of the stroke, just make sure that you are counting down in two and a half second intervals. I find it easier to do that, that I go on like 10 and seven and a half is a bit woolly, but then five, two and a half is a bit hard to tell, but then zero. So if you go on all of the zero and fives on your time countdown, you know at least two of your strokes are hitting 24. But with any luck, you've noticed your pace climb by another two seconds. And hopefully at this stage, you're feeling an increase in intensity, but not so much that you have any thoughts about not being able 
to complete. Should just be starting to get tough, but you know you can make it. But another just under 45 seconds at this rate and pace. And then we're going to increase again up to 26. So just six strokes. And it's just simple. However much you've been feeling that increase in leg drive, just increase it that much more after this one. Here we go. Slightly faster drive, followed by slightly faster recovery. It's all a fluid rhythm. There's a ratio, certainly up until 26, of runabout two to one, where your drive speed is twice as fast as your recovery. Because the point is, you want your recovery to be a recovery. You're going racing to the front and not giving yourself time to recover. You're shortchanging yourself. All right. So 45 seconds, we'll go up to our one minute. Now you can increase as much as you want for this one minute at 28. You want to be nudging 10 out of 10 intensity here for the one minute, so maybe 2k plus two, possibly. One more stroke. Here we go. Just push harder. Get that rhythm flowing. Remember, there's never a point in the stroke where you are stopped. You're not holding the handle in front of you. Oh, sorry against you here, you instantly let it recover. With rhythm, you're not throwing it out, jerking it out, just in, out, in, out. Same pace in, same pace out. Okay, almost there. And then ease off your foot press after this one. Here we go. Drop 
couple of seconds back to where you were rowing at 26 last time and make sure your stroke rate is 26 often these change downs could be tougher in terms of control because you may be just a little frayed at the edges after the faster 28 and after what's almost 16 minutes of escalating intensity but don't worry it'll get easier should already feel a lot easier than when you first dropped down to 26 30 seconds to go on this one as far as workouts are considered this one should absolutely fly by for you I can't believe that's already 17 minutes two more one more let's drop to 24 and slow by two seconds taking you to the pace you were at the last time you were doing 24s sorry I got a bit lost stroke right there I'm back on it now I was saying about my technique being still a little crooked and that's because I'm swinging my back too soon as I drive in an effort to protect my SI joint but I don't want you to do that I want you to hold your forward tilt for as long as possible okay arm straight forward tilt for at least half of your leg drive and that way your legs get to put in their power efficiently and smoothly without your arms and your back fighting and therefore losing the power that they are then able to add in because the power order 
goes. Legs back, arms. Legs back, arms. And if you swing your back too soon, like I'm doing, you're losing that swing of your back that adds in that extra power. So one of the reasons I'm not hitting my usual pace, even if I was fit enough, is because I'm losing at least two seconds from not having the right backswing. Okay, three, two, one, down to 22, slow down your pace by another couple of seconds. Four minutes here. And what you should be finding now is that you're starting to travel more towards that recovery feeling. You'll started off this row at quite a low intensity. You'll have gone into a mid intensity during the 24s, then top for the 28, and possibly the second set of 26s, and then now you're down at 22, and then 20, you should be locked in on more of a lower intensity sensation. Your heart rate may still be up. Mine is. I'm up at 151, which according to Ergzone is still 83% of my max rowing heart rate. So from a body intensity, or cardio at least, it's still up there, even if my muscles don't feel the same as the intensity backs off. And that, actually, is one of the dangers of low intensity training. When I say dangers, I mean harm to your training progress, is that you can feel like your muscles can give more when you're doing a 2K plus 18, 20 strokes a minute row. But it's not really about your muscles for those low intensity rows. 
It's about heart rate and keeping it below, certainly below 70% of max. It's okay here because cardiac drift from the rise intensity means it's unlikely to recover that low for me. But if you're sitting down to do a 20 minute or 30 minute, 20 strokes a minute 2k plus 18 row and you have a heart rate monitor, try not to let it go over 70% of max. Okay, one more here. Now let's drop it. 20 strokes a minute. And another two seconds slower. Now this really is where if you haven't been thinking about technique and body positions through this row. This stroke rate is slow enough that you should be able to spend time focusing on it. So into the front, arm straight, tilt over your hips. So you are leaning over your hips towards the front of the machine. You want a good posture, only slide forwards enough for shins to point vertical. You want the chin neutral, eyes straight ahead. And then when you're ready, Keep your arms straight, keep that forward lean, and push the machine away from you with your feet. Push. And even if your backswing takes a little bit of work to delay it, your arms are really easy to delay. So I'm straight pull, straight pull, or hang pull, hang pull. Because all I'm doing is hanging off the handle, fingers hooked over it. And then as I push, that power goes up through my body, through my arms, into my hands. And all I'm really doing is bracing against the handle to get that force into the machine. And the longer you can hold your forward tilt, the longer that hang is and the more powerful that push will be. 
But like I say, when I try it, I can just feel a flash of pain through my SI joint. So I'm not doing that. Then make sure pull in at the back. Boom. You still want to finish strong. Wrists flat. Elbows through your sides. A little outward flare is okay, but not chicken wings, okay? Not out to the side like that. And then the pace you brought the handle in at, release it at. In, out. Get your arms straight. That will trigger your forward tilt so that by the time your hands are past your knees, you're in that full tilt forwards. And all you need to do is bend your knees to effortlessly roll towards the front of the machine. And you're already in the perfect straight arms and forward tilt, ready for the next stroke. Of which we only have five left. Four. Three, two, one. There you go. So, uh, hopefully, if you listen to me for pace, like I said, that would have taken you from low intensity up through mid to top, back through mid, and then kind of either lower mid or upper low. You don't really return back to that low intensity again. And now you've done it once, you can think, right, if I, start, if I did start off two seconds faster next time, how would that change the workout? Would it make it a more fun, tough one that you might be more interested in? To come back to it again, use the same format, but push it a little bit more. Or for a recovery workout, you can start two seconds slower and go up. Or you can push the 26 pace by three seconds instead of two. Or you get what I mean, you can... You can tweak this to your own desires. I've just put this out in front of you from a stroke rate point of view, and now you've done it once, you can tweak to however you wish, okay? So, oh, talking to tweak. That's even that slide forwards hurt my back. Oh dear. I have the shoes of a 10 year old and the back of a 50 year old. So, two minute cool down, I'm just programming in here. Again, I've got that under the roll along track on ErgZone under the um, label bookmark these. You'll find both the four minute warm up and the two minute cool down on there. Argzone's a great app to check out. So two minute cool down, do this pretty much the same pace you just finished this off at. Um, and then you can just slow down after a minute. So in three, two, one, let's go. But it is important to cool down, not only physically, but mentally. The only time really I condone shaving off a cool down is either if you're about to go and do something else like you're about to jump on the spin bike or cross trainer or ski erg or whatever or treadmill or 
if you're in a really busy gym and there's a crowd of people waiting to get on your machine and you have just spent ages and I mean it's not ages for us as rowers but as far as your usual gym user is concerned 29 minutes might as well be a lifetime most of the time when I'm at the gym I see folks really it's like 10 minutes maximum that's why I made a whole playlist not a whole but there's a few rows on there rowing for gym users trying to give them ideas and options on how to not just sit down on a rowing machine for 10 minutes kind of flail up and down a bit not particularly get the best out of the machine because hopefully you'll agree that as your technique improves your fitness improves your strength improves and the more you can put into this machine the more you get out of it the harder you work the more you get back and harder doesn't need, need to mean intensity 30 minutes 20 strokes a minute 2k plus 18 low intensity row is just as good as a 5 minute sprint last one here for me uh, you don't have to stop cooling down of course you can keep on going uh, however if you have the time and the space then bonk there's Stretchy John and he's arrived to take you through some stretching these are basically the, the usual stretches I do when I'm uh, when I'm fully fit when everything works um, that'll go on this side uh, so yeah hamstrings quads glutes triceps biceps oh, however with my back injury I know that uh, most important things I can stretch are my hip flexors and my glutes don't worry I'll save you me stretching the glutes though <laughs> you don't need to see that oh so hope you enjoyed that one I know I did I mean again it's one of these I'm going to put this into the um the playlist for recovery rowing or whatever it's called the uh, zero to hero all that kind of stuff because it's a great row to do especially if if you're a new rower as well because it exposes you to different stroke rates and I know quite a lot of people aren't really that happy up at the higher stroke rate so the fact that it's a shorter duration that you only have one minute up at 28 means you're not like oh how do I if I did an hour at 28 I mean even I'd struggle even I <laughs> no, but I'd struggle doing an hour at 28 so just holding that rhythm um oh, I think 26 is my kind of comfortable fast long duration rate like if I was doing a a 60 minute time trial or a half marathon as fast as I could I'd probably do most of it at 26 strokes a minute but then you can do it's the thing about stroke rate and pace you could you can do it do it that way or you can slow the stroke rate right down to like 20 but push the stroke a little bit faster so I'm saying 2k plus 18 here for 20 strokes a minute but you can do like an hour at 20 strokes a minute but at 2k plus 15 so you're actually putting a lot more into the stroke you're kind of overloading the natural the natural feeling for 20 but the thing is if you think about like gears on a on a bike um if you can automatically kind of hit the right intensity for each gear for each stroke rate 
when you're rowing, it means that you're training and when you actually do uh, sit down and do like a faster row and things, everything feels okay. You don't feel like you're overdoing things and you're in control and the sensations through your body as you're rowing, you know what to expect, you know when the intensity starting to get a bit too much for that stroke rate and you can back off and things. So this is kind of why you do all this practice is to teach your body the sensations of how things feel. So anyway, right, I'm gonna climb back on again. Oh, <laughs> hello. It's still a bit windy, as lovely as it is. Still is a little bit breezy out here, but would you like my new, this is my holiday haircut. Gone a lot shorter, even I said to the guy, I said, how short can you make it without me looking ridiculous? And then I showed him a photo of like two years ago during lockdown when I, when I shaved my own head after a bit of a haircut mishap. And he's like, I can go short enough that you won't look that stupid. I'm like, thanks, thanks mate. <laughs> yeah, never trust a sarcastic barber or a bald barber. Um, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this. This is another just um, standalone workout, just a, a single one again. I'm, I'm afraid I'm back into that I need to recover point of view before I can start to jump back into a plan. But because right now it's the end of June 2022, yeah, 2022, um, I, I noticed that this always happens through the summer. There's a real dip in viewing and kind of uptake of the videos that I make. Um, so part of me thinks that even if I were to go into kind of redoing the 2K plan right now, it would be, it'd be folly it'd be like a not really the best thing to do because um not that many people would watch it and it just kind of it'd just go so i think i'll probably leave doing the 2k plan until kind of like augustish or something um as a return for the for the new season or maybe like late august and then through july and august um i'll maybe do some longer rows um for people that just want to have some kind of core fitness um of course i also have to fit a vacation at one point so um we'll see what happens there um hopefully where i go there's a it doesn't have a gym but around the corner it does have a gym so hopefully they've got a rowing machine and if that's the case then i will take my camera and i'll try and do some alfresco row alongs uh yeah where when i'm on holiday um not too sure from a security point of view whether that's a good idea or not but uh but we've got house sitter while i'm gone so it's fine anyway right okay i'm hoping that he's come uh close to the end of his stretching is he is he still honestly on his biceps yet with that rotation um so i'm gonna say goodbye um, thank you very much for spending time with me on this one. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Please do let me know whether you did uh, in the comments or uh, yeah, or if you're doing this in the podcast, let me know how you got on with it, whether it worked for you. Um, and just say hi, really. You can come along to the Facebook uh, Roll Along Workouts group and say hello there, or you can email me at info at rollong.com. You can just take a look at all my other workouts that are here on the channel uh, and just, yeah, and just enjoy the channel for as much as you can and say hello, okay? So thank you very much for doing this one with me. I'll try and make a couple more as quick as I can. Uh, uh, as long as my back can handle it. Uh, and I will see you in any of my other videos. Okay, so until then, be well. Bye-bye.